This is the Adams Road program. Adams Road is a Christian music ministry dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's program features Adams Road songs, Adams Road piano instrumental music, as well as music in the spoken word, offered to God as an aroma of Christ to help spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Timothy 4.13, Devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture. Today's reading comes from the book of Romans, chapter 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the good news of God, which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his Son, who was born of the offspring of David according to the flesh, who is declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ, our Lord, through whom we've received grace and apostleship for obedience of faith among all the nations for His name's sake, among whom you are also called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, that your faith is proclaimed throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve in my spirit in the good news of his Son, how unceasingly I make mention of you always in my prayers, requesting if by any means now, at last, I may be prospered by the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established. That is, that I, with you, may be encouraged in you, each of us by the other's faith, both yours and mine. Now I don't desire to have you unaware, brothers, that I often planned to come to you and was hindered so far, that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am debtor both to Greeks and to foreigners, both to the wise and to the foolish. So as much as is in me, I am eager to preach the good news to you also who are in Rome, for I am not ashamed of the good news of Christ, because it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it is revealed God's righteousness from faith to faith, as it is written, but the righteous shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who suppress the truth and unrighteousness because that which is known of God is revealed in them, for God revealed it to them. For the invisible things of Him since the creation of the world are clearly seen, being perceived through the things that are made, even His everlasting power and divinity, that they may be without excuse. Because knowing God, they didn't glorify Him as God, and did not give thanks, but became vain in their reasoning, and their senseless heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and traded the glory of the incorruptible God for the likeness of an image of corruptible man, and of birds, four-footed animals, and creeping things. Therefore God also gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to uncleanness, that their bodies should be dishonored among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for their women changed the natural function into that which is against nature. Likewise also the men, 
leaving the natural function of the woman, burned in their lust toward one another, men doing what is inappropriate with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty of their error. Even as they refused to have God in their knowledge, God gave them up to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil habits, secret slanderers, backbiters, hateful to God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. You like to walk around in your designer suits Reveling in being seen by man You take the best seats at conference And people rise when you enter the room Devouring poor widows' income While you're sitting on all of your wealth Raining church-owned corporations for your multi-million dollars For a pretense you make like the arrogant prayers You exalt yourself and one day you'll be humbled Whoa, whoa, to you, hypocrites You shut the kingdom of heaven and in man's face is neither you nor them entering Whoa, whoa, to you, hypocrites You make your convert twice as much a child of hell as yourself Bind heavy burdens And lay them on other shoulders You'll not carry them with one finger For you preach but do not practice What you require to pass your sacrament White shirts and ties and clean shaven With your standards of dress and grooming wouldn't even allow Jesus himself to serve his bread and wine With the way that he'd be dressed, he'd be scolded by your high priest Oh, 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 to you, blind fools You place your priesthood and temple attendance ahead of a relationship with Jesus. Whoa, whoa, to you, blind guides. While you choke on the knife, you swallow a thirsty camel. 
Something greater than the temple is here Jesus spoke the truth It's easier for a camel To go through the eye of a needle Than for you, rich man To enter the kingdom of heaven Beat your breast and say God be merciful Seven Woes from the Adams Road album, Enemy of the Cross. But getting back to Romans chapter 1, which we read earlier, the Apostle Paul at this point when he wrote this epistle had never been to Rome, but he longed to be there. He longed to see the Christians who were there. Well, the Apostle Paul, maybe he had a plan that he would get to Rome, but God had a unique and specific plan, which involved Paul arriving in Rome when he eventually would by being a prisoner of the Roman Empire. So he got free room and board on a boat. (laughs) A boat that shipwrecked, of course. The book of Romans is sometimes called the Magna Carta of Christian living or of Christian doctrine. This book really clearly defines the gospel of grace. 
In chapter 1, Paul mentions the gospel being the power of God for salvation to everyone who would believe, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Paul would always go from town to town, first preaching in the synagogues to the Jews. And if the Jews would reject the message, then he'd turn to the Gentiles and offer them that same message. Before anyone can truly appreciate the good news of the gospel, you have to really understand the bad news. And here this is what Paul's doing in chapter 1. After he mentions the gospel, he then talks about the wrath of God being revealed from heaven. It might seem like a strange transition, but Paul's going to establish the fact that no one is righteous over the next couple chapters. Whether you're the religionist or the moralist or the secular individual, and however you view yourself and perceive yourself in regards to your righteousness, Paul's going to make a very clear case here that you're not good, you're not righteous. Paul mentions the fact that anyone who rejects God is without excuse. You can't say, well, God didn't reveal himself to me because he's done that in a very general way through his creation. When humanity refuses to accept the clear evidence of God and to turn to God, we end up worshiping and serving created things rather than the Creator Himself. And as we embrace this idolatry and turn away from God, God gives us up to those things and to those lusts and passions of the flesh, which then end up in and of themselves being a judgment upon our lives. God doesn't necessarily have to do anything other than just let us go, let us do what we want to do. And Paul demonstrates towards the end of this chapter what that looks like. Sobering passages here, but again, Paul is laying the foundation so that he can turn around here in a couple chapters and really bring in the good news of the gospel. like song trying to destroy the church of God persecuting the true disciples of Christ and binding them in prison binding them to salvation I did not believe in the cross I thought I was in the light but I was in the dark I believed I was doing the work of God And zealous in the way I was taught I did not preach the cross for to those who are perishing It's foolishness to
That was Enemy of the Cross from the Adams Road album, Enemy of the Cross. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. If you're listening to this content today through the radio broadcast, we just want to let you know that this content is also released as a podcast on a weekly basis. You can find it by searching Adams Road Podcast. Micah Wilder, a member of our ministry, recently wrote a book called Passport to Heaven. When Mormon missionary Micah Wilder set his sights on bringing a Baptist pastor and his congregation into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, he couldn't have imagined that the entire trajectory of his life was about to be changed forever. Micah's passionate effort to convert these Christians was met by a surprising challenge, to read the Bible through the eyes of a child letting the Word speak for itself. He learned of a God whose love did not have to be earned, and he wrestled with the radical idea of God's mercy for the remaining 18 months of his mission. As he struggled to reconcile the teachings of his church with the truths revealed in the Bible, he encountered the true character of Jesus for the first time and awakened to his need for his grace. Passport to Heaven is a gripping account of Micah's journey from living as a devoted member of a religion based on human works to embracing the divine mercy and freedom that can only be found in Jesus Christ. As I lay there contemplating the vastness of the love that had been so extraordinarily conveyed to me, the magnitude of Christ's atonement exploded in my heart like a supernova, radiating far beyond my mortal vessel and bringing with it the desire to fall to my knees. The Holy Spirit then began painting a picture of perfect love before me in mere seconds that I had waited a lifetime to understand. Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, after having been betrayed and falsely condemned, was dragged into the streets of Jerusalem, where he was brutally beaten, fiercely scourged, spat upon, and publicly scorned. 
the blameless and spotless Lamb of God cried in agony as a vicious crown of thorns was thrust onto his head and the Roman soldiers mocked him, saying, Behold, the King of the Jews. And yet Jesus was the King of all kings and now sits triumphantly at the right hand of God. Through him, the vast universe and all its glory was created. And yet he was led to Calvary, where he was crucified on a tree formed by his own hands, nailed to it by the very people he came to redeem. And there, on Golgotha's rocky hill, the very word of God made flesh, endured with incomparable humility, the most excruciating and harrowing death the world has ever seen. God's immeasurable love for all mankind was on full, heartbreaking display as Jesus bore in his stricken body the sins, iniquities, and infirmities of the world. Bleeding the precious blood of eternal atonement on the cross, the Messiah paid, in full measure, the debt that we owed God because of our transgressions. But this priceless offering wasn't just a collective sacrifice, it was personal. It was intimate. It was for me. The Savior of the world drank the cup of wrath that I deserved and freely poured out his soul to death for me. As my kingly substitute, he willingly took my place on the cross of Calvary and died on my behalf, a guilty sinner, all the while looking into my eyes and proclaiming his ineffable love for me. Jesus endured a transcendent passion that was driven by an infinite and intimate love that surpasses all knowledge and understanding. He suffered and died because he loved. And for the joy that was set before him, Christ endured the cross. My salvation was that joy. How could anyone love me so much? It was only in this metamorphic flash of grace that it was impressed on me with such an unparalleled intensity, just how deep and wide and magnificent that love really was. A love that drove Christ to endure the unthinkable and while suffering unspeakable pain, see my very face. This was a profound love that encompassed the very essence and nature of God himself. This was the sacrificial agape love I had long been waiting for. The only love that could eternally satisfy. Truly, there is no greater expression of love. Passport to Heaven can be found wherever books are sold. This is the Adams Road Program. Adams Road is a Christian music ministry dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's program features Adams Road songs, Adams Road piano instrumental music, as well as music in the spoken word, offered to God as an aroma of Christ to help spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. Check out the Adams Road website at adamsroadministry.com. There you can download our songs for free, as well as our spoken word and instrumental music content. In addition, we share testimonies about the love of Jesus Christ and how He's transformed our lives. Please contact us through our website if you're interested in scheduling our Adams Road team for a time of song and testimony, or if you're interested in scheduling our pianist for a time of spoken word, piano music, and testimony. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you all.